0: chirp is the ultimate automation toolbox for home service businesses chirp helps you capture more leads connect faster close more deals and create customers that will buy from you over and over again using text message email and ringless voicemail automation with chirp you can maintain perfect follow-up throughout the entire customer journey learn more about how to transform your customer experience on chirp.com today c-h-i-i-r-p On Purpose Media is a digital marketing agency surfacing the home services industry with a flair for HVAC businesses. The right combination of digital marketing makes all the difference. Take your business to the next level. Check out onpurposemedia.ca today. Welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. This show is all about breaking barriers and changing the game. Our guests will feature some of today's most successful female entrepreneurs and other advocates of our industry as well. Because if there's one thing we know for sure, female-led entrepreneurship drives change on multiple levels. We want to empower women in the trade industry, like you, so you can maximize your potential, stay balanced, achieve long-term success, and claim ownership
1: over your life. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. It's Cassie and Leslie. We're so excited today to be here with Danielle Laird with Bradford White. Yes, we're so excited. I have to be honest, when we first got in contact with Danielle, we were super stoked to even be on Bradford White's radar. So thank you for paying attention to us, Danielle. And seeing. I think we were going to run into you at AHR or some someone else maybe from AHR was going to be there. But thanks for you know, supporting us and paying attention to what's going on with Power Woman of the Trades and for jumping in and being a guest today. So for anyone that might not know who you are, can you give us a little bit about you? Of
2: course. Leslie and Cassie, thank you guys so much for allowing me to come on um, your great podcast. And it's so exciting to see you grow and continue to evolve as you know your episodes go on. And as women in this industry, it's just great to support each other. So I think that that's so important and we're all very proud of you. So I'm I'm so happy to be on this podcast My name is Danielle Laird. I work at Bradford White Corporation, and I am their sales manager of national accounts. I've been at Bradford White since about 2016. I've been in the industry since 2015. So it wasn't my first choice, but I'm really happy that I'm here. And I think a lot of us can say that.
1: I think that happens all the time. It comes up like, Plumbing wasn't really where I thought I'd say. <laughs> Actually, my right? marketing assistant, Kaylee, is with me here today. She's always with us, and she does some stuff for the podcast as well. And I always ask her, I'm like, when you graduated college, did you think you were going to be in an HVAC and <laughs> plumbing? And she's like, no. <laughs> Who knew? Not at all. Who, Who knew? knew? And here we are all out here just vibing and thriving and doing great. Making it sexy. Yeah, making it sexy for sure. Something that I thought was really interesting and amazing to know is that you were the first female sales manager for Bradford White, and you currently are still the only sales manager, female sales manager with Bradford white is that correct
2: of national accounts of national too. accounts
1: that's amazing
2: yeah, it is it's really exciting it's really humbling, and it is I started out within the marketing department at Bradford White. Prior to that, I worked for Affiliate Distributors. It's a wholesaler buying group. And from there, I went and I ran a marketing department at a wholesaler in the Philadelphia area. And in September of 2016, joined Bradford White. I worked on their marketing team for three years. And right before the three-year mark, I just evaluated what I enjoyed and what I was good at, You know, created that pro and con sheet and the things that I like to do and things that I saw my career going towards. And I realized that my career was going towards the sales side rather than internally with the marketing side. But I do believe that with my marketing background, it's been really helpful and unique in my sales approach. So I had presented that to my team at Bradford White, and they were incredibly supportive. I wrote up my own job description as well. And within a few months, I was brought onto the sales team. And that was in August of 2019.
1: I think that people don't actually recognize how closely marketing and sales are anyways, you know, because I think no matter which way you look at it, marketing is persuasion, right? And so is sales, right? It's just like you're showing them, you're showing a product you're in, or you're speaking about it. And I think that marketers typically can become very good salespeople if that's mm-hmm. the mindset that they put themselves into. But I, again, I don't think people really correlate those two as being almost the same.
3: Well, I find it interesting that you wrote your own job description and presented it to them. So can you tell us a little more about that? Because you, well, I'm guessing, I don't know, did you receive pushback about it? Or, I mean, kind of talk about how that came to be that you had to write your own job description.
1: Because I can initially think I can initially think sorry to cut you off a little bit there of like, you know, when we apply for the I think about like previous places I've worked and I was going to go after a position and almost like, well, what does this marketing girl think she's doing applying for a sales manager position? So is that kind of maybe where you felt like I'm going to take this on and advocate for myself and show you why I can do it?
2: Yeah, so I, I I have to credit my mentors and my circle within, I guess, Bradford White. And they are men and female. And then, you know, our Bradford White family and then those outside of the industry for helping me and getting me the courage, giving me the courage to do something like this. It was really scary. It wasn't something that was easy. It was something, you know, that I didn't know where my future was going to be with Bradford White if the answer was No. And But I had admiration for our leadership team at Bradford Way and the company that we are and who we are in the industry in my heart. And so something told me that in the end, it will work out if I just keep trying. And I was a college athlete, so it's my competitive side constantly takes over for me. And I'm always striving to be better. So when I created this job description, I had to present it to several people within our leadership team. And then it was pretty silent for a few months. Oh, wow. And it was one of those things, you just keep your head down and keep working and you know, keep growing your network. And I think my network is really a big part of what got me where I am, my network and my hard work, and that I just didn't give up on myself. And there was no part of me at one point that saw another future. And I, it just something clicked in my head that this is what I wanted and this is what I'm going after and I'm going all in and I'm going to do it the right way and I'm going to hope it works out. But I understand if it doesn't work out. And honestly, I I don't think it really had to do anything with me being a female and me being the first female. It was more a lot. I came from the marketing side and my background was in marketing and it's kind of how I was viewed as someone in marketing. So, but I, I completely agree with you guys. And I, you know, you both are business owners and you know you know how important building your brand is and your brand is not just you know it's speaking up for yourself but it's also your network it's who you interact with it's how much how much learning you put into the things like how much time how much effort and how you continue to evolve as a person as a, and as a woman and become stronger every day so it wasn't an easy journey it was very touch and go emotional but in the end, it did work out. And I remember where I was when I found out. And it was so exciting. And, you know, I popped a bottle with my best friends that night. And <laughs> So
1: that gave me goosebumps, though, because you, you had patience. I think that that's a good reminder to people that, you know, just because you had identified something, you wanted it, but you were willing to just keep working for it. And let the the process play out. I think as women, sometimes, we say we want something, and then we put a deadline on it too soon and maybe cut ourselves short. you know.
3: And waiting can be discouraging, especially when you're taking such a leap of faith like that. So how did you stay encouraged during that time? You've talked a lot about your circle. Can you talk a little more about how they encouraged you? How did you how was that circle formed in your life and how was it important to you at that time?
2: Yeah. So my circle was, so I went to college, I played lacrosse in college. I had every aspiration to become a lawyer my whole life. I came out of college and I really, I didn't know if that's what I wanted to do. I enjoyed using the creative side of my brain and that wasn't necessarily down the wall path. So, you know, I started working different, different kinds of temp jobs and my, you know, my circle started, you know, my first temp job, it grew at AD. I have very close friends and very close circle members that, you know, are still at AD to this day. It's grown, you know, when I worked in the wholesale side to contractors that are over there, it's grown, you know, when I came to Bradford White, I was very involved with even in marketing with our contractor buying groups like Nextar that you guys are a part of. So within those groups, within our manufacturers, reps, wholesalers, and then internally, and I just learned to... Network very well, and you know, utilize that a lot for support. Didn't utilize all of them, I would have to say, but you know, they really encouraged me and supported me, and other manufacturers supported me, especially women, women leaders in you know our industry, you know, that are there to were there to coach me and mentor me because as women, I think you're right, we come out so strong and we come out differently, and we look at things so differently than men do. And you know that's not always a bad thing, but sometimes it comes back like you're you're out of line, you're being too irrational, and you just need to be patient. And it's finding different ways to you know approach those conversations and approach the way you look at things. So not just you know in your own head, but you know bouncing ideas and things off of others you know, how can I look at things differently? So patience I struggled with, I'm not going to lie. And, you know, (laughs) I have to say I, um, even up until probably recently, I still struggled with patience a lot in my career growth because it was a slow growth, especially on the sales side. And, you know, I was a marketing manager. I took a few steps back to become a sales rep. So, you know, that was something that I was told, you know, this is what's going to happen. You know, in the long run, it'll be better if you work hard and things work out. So that was a huge risk. But I, you know, my circle, my circles through ASA Women in Industry, the PHCC organization, you know, our buying groups, friends and family and coworkers, and just, you know, people that build, help build me up and I help build them up. And I think that's the most important part of your circle. And, It's the best feeling.
0: Most businesses' online presence is boring. And by being boring, they're losing out on potential sales and customers. Being interesting and exciting is what draws customers in and gets them to buy from you. But it's hard to be interesting online when you're focused on running your business and taking care of your customers. It doesn't have to be this way. We have the key to unlocking the solution to your problem key heart marketing can help take your business from boring to brilliant on social media we can vouch for them they run our podcast socials if you want to have a strong social media presence that allows customers to know like and trust you connect with key heart marketing at keyheartmarketing.com being a power woman of the trades requires powerful business branding with Kickcharge Creative, you can make sure your home service business is branded, not blanded. The proof is in our podcast logo. They created it. Now more than ever, having consistent branding that sends a clear message is essential to helping you stand out. To get started on carving out your company's unique identity, contact the Kickcharge Creative's branding experts online at kickcharge.com or call nine zero eight. 835-9000 today.
1: So you, you actually had to take a step down mm-hmm. to be able to get to where you wanted to go. And I think sometimes we don't always all have the courage to mm-hmm. do that. You know, it's like, well, and, and I think sometimes we're all guilty of like chasing maybe like a title also of mm-hmm. like, well, I'm a manager now. And um, I don't want to go back down. I don't want to go back down. But sometimes taking that step into that other position does help you advance your career for the long term. You know, I always talk about you have to play the long game, Mm -hmm. and the some, but the short game is like it's like the right there in front of your face. It's like it's right here. It's right here. And sometimes the long game is harder to like grasp grasp onto. So,
3: I have a question. Okay, so you you came in as a sales rep, but now you are the national sales manager. Talk about, you know, what was the feedback when you became a rep that led you and made you different than the others that were applying for that position? I'm sure there were others to be manager. I mean, what was it about you that your superiors or whoever made that decision was so appealing and made you the right fit.
2: So, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had since my sales rep job, I've had probably about three or four other titles, just slowly building my way up. So, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a jump to sales manager of national accounts. I started out, you know, helping, you know, onboard one of our new manufacturers reps. I started out, you know, working to help manage one of our top national accounts with our corporation and you know, with that, you know day in and week out, I was in branches. I was in warehouses. I was on the road three to four days a week, sometimes five. I was forming relationships at the branch level, at the regional levels, you know, eventually earning respect at the corporate levels. I think it was my work work ethic. And I think it's, you know, at Bradford White, um we think this way, but it's personally as well just so customer centric. And our my customer, our customers are not customers. They're a part of our family and they're people that I care about. And, you know, I have their birthdays in my phone. I, you know, I know when they have a kid, I know, you know, it's different things and being national and being able to have that range just really opened my eyes to how big that, you know, my network could be. And how much I really just enjoyed it, just enjoyed the different areas and enjoyed people's stories and enjoyed getting to know how they're building their businesses. And it's just just my passion. And I, I just led with passion, to be honest. And I wish I could tell you it was some kind of formula, but it wasn't.
1: That's good. I think the key there is that you are, you connect to people Mm -hmm. and you, that is sales, right? But then your connection to people has grown you a network. And then I'm sure that you, for the people that, you know, your customers and whoever that you're surrounded with see that in you of how you can help not help them grow. Mm -hmm. You know, I think- what I really love about this conversation is when you think of power women of the trades. I think a lot of people probably thought we would just typically have, you know, owners or employees of mm-hmm. HVAC plumbing companies. And I think being able to have people like you on and show the different branches and the different availability on an of executive of level jobs in our space that there are. Because again, like you said, you probably didn't think you would go into plumbing, right? <laughs> and here you are, and but I think and that just goes back to like the high school conversation mm-hmm. when it's like, oh yeah, I was going to be an attorney, right? That's what you thought you wanted to be. And then when I was in school, I thought I was going to be a dentist and that's not the same, you know, but you don't, you just kind of have to evolve through your twenties to figure that out. I think maybe even in it's your a 30s. journey.
3: It is a journey. It is. How
2: did, how did you guys, how did you evolve?
3: But not by choice. My husband is a master plumber. And we went out, he went out on his own when I was pregnant with my littlest. And my background is in oil and gas, which is huge here in Oklahoma. And it's very feast or famine. So I went through several layoffs, then they would pick me back up. And I just thought I cannot do this again. You know, I can't I can't do this. So we went out, struck out on our own. We started a new construction, put in a lot of Bradford Whites, put them in every home. And that evolved into three years later, basically scrapping new construction, starting over into service. And I came in, you know, ready to go hard and go fast. And he was in the truck. I was working on the business. And it's just evolved into this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think my story is pretty much the same. I yeah. married Oscar and he was doing Heat and Air. And I thought I have always been the I wanted to be the best. Yep. and Competitive. Yeah. I think it's you have to be a little com- be a little competitive to be to in be. this. Right. Yeah. And so it was I think at first we thought or he thought I probably he thought it we would just be the local mom and pop Heat and Air company. Or Brent and Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> And then we're like, we're going global, you know, or at least Tulsa County. So (laughs) that's what. But I think to your point, advocating for myself in the space, Mm -hmm. having the confidence
3: to Put yourself out there. Put
1: ourselves out there and showcase like we had to learn everything mm-hmm. that we had no clue about. You know, I, I don't have a business degree. Mm-hmm. I don't have a marketing degree. I don't have a anything. And you know, that first four years of our business, we did, we did zero marketing because like the majority of our income came from my Facebook. Yeah. Like just sharing and people to this day are like, you're you're always on my Facebook and you, you share, you know, whatever. And I'm like, girl, this has been a strategy for a long time. That Mm -hmm. was, has been a part of the strategy. But again, it was, it's, I knew what the long game was kind of like what you're saying, Danielle, of like, you knew what you you wanted. I knew what we wanted and you just got to keep pushing forward,
3: even though sometimes forward is hard. And we never knew what we were doing, you know, <laughs> like we.
2: Not at all. Neither did I.
3: <laughs> you, you're talking about advocating for yourself. And I just. You figure it out. Yeah. I remember looking back when Brent was in a truck and just thinking, okay, how do we do this so that we actually can change the trajectory for our family. And I remember being so scared to have conversations with these other people that I really respected or they had such a great personal brand on Facebook and they were the experts. And I remember I would just be sliding into some DMs going, "Okay, what did you mean when you said this? You know, and I would feel so I would really struggle with, They're probably going to think I'm stupid. I can still find myself doing that. But honestly, it was like I was always very tenacious. If I have a question, I'm going to ask 10 people till I get an answer. And some people wouldn't answer me. They were probably like, who is this chick? Why is she asking me this? So Mm -hmm. it is really advocating for yourself. Like you get to decide what you're going to do. You know, you get to decide your future and you are your best advocate. I mean, you really are, and you've, you've talked about that and done so well. I mean, I just, looking at my notes, and I think it is still so crazy. We're the first and only, still only female sales manager at Bradford White. Yes,
2: and we are, we are working. We're working to get more women at Bradford White. We started our women's resource group. So Louise Prater and Sarah Choa, who are our fellow female directors at Bradford White, along with myself, we launched it this year. So we're going to see where we can, you know, where we can grow mentoring, you know, just growing the females within our company, what we can do to attract more females, because I mean, it's our world, as you guys know, is intimidating. And I mean, starting this podcast, you, it was, you know, this is the first of its kind what you're doing right now. And it's, it's gotta be really intimidating. We walk into a room constantly and it's, you know, surrounded with men that have been in this world for so long and, you know sometimes we look different and it just, it takes some courage and sometimes a, a knockdown to just keep your head down and keep trying and not give up because that's the best.
1: Uh, yes, for sure. Is the women's resource group of Bradford White going to expand down to like the factory as well?
2: Yeah. So, so right now we are right now it's, you know, in the beginning stages. So it is our Lars heating systems, everything under Bradford White's corporation, Nile steel tanks, Brad for white water heaters. So right now it is we have you know some of our female engineers, project managers, those out there at the plant that are a part of it. We started out with a smaller, more focused group to kind of configure how we're going to grow. Our plant is union, but we are working on ways how we can you know kind of come down you know into that, whether it's going to be little subgroups within it that we have within you know, not just in Middleville, but also you know our Lars plant, our Niles plant. And then, you know, further, you know, acquisitions down the road, if that were to happen and how we incorporate like the team as a whole. It's not just about, you know, it's not about people that work in a corporate office or wear a blazer to work. It's, you know, it is like walking the Bradford White plant is my favorite thing. And talking to the people is my favorite thing because they are the heart of everything that we do and everything that our industry is. And it's just that's why we're here.
1: and. Well, changing the game of getting more women involved in the trade space starts with people like you and the ones Mm -hmm. um, that are helping you start that within your company. It starts there. And, And then the only way it can go is up unless someone quits. And I think that it's so important to just keep focused on that. And, you know, I think about Sometimes when I'm like, what am I doing, you know, with the podcast or with this or with that? And I always think about my daughter and Leslie's daughters mm-hmm. and why I could get emotional with that. But mm-hmm. just the future's female, right? But maybe. What we mean by that is, is that you can do whatever you want to do. You have
3: options. You don't have just you, options. You get to decide. Right? You get to decide. I love that. Well, you kudos get to, to Bradford White for creating a women empowerment group. Like yeah. that's super cool.
1: Yeah, thank you. And for giving you the shot, like, and you advocating for yourself. I love that story mm-hmm. of you just pushing, you know, breaking down the walls and the nose and the, and waiting your turn, you know?
2: Yeah. I think you don't know how strong you are and how much you can help others within the industry. And I really think mentorship is so important and just whether, you know, whatever level or if it's in the industry or outside of the industry, it's just having those conversations with, you know, next generation, people that are older than you, people, you know, kids that there's a book that came out. It's called The House She Built. And I have gifted that book to every one of my friends, families, kids, and it's about women in the trades. And the goal of the book is, and this is not a sales pitch whatsoever. It is about, you know, how can we change the narrative for, you know, that next generation. And I look at, you know, my niece and nephew and my sister reads that book to both of them and not just, you know, Max or Lila, it's, you know, it's about how can we, how can we change and how can we evolve? And it's just your voice matters and your voice counts and having those conversations and just, Doing everything you can for the industry that you love is so important, and it's important for the future. I, I
1: love, love that. that. I think that's a perfect ending because yes. I just think it was
2: so
3: like. I know, and we're both going to order that book.
1: Yes, we're we we both, we both over here writing it down, writing down, down as you're saying it.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> well, Danielle, we really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us today. I really think that our listeners are going to get so much from this, and I, if nothing else, just a reminder that confidence is key. And I hate to say it. Sometimes we got to fake it till we make it. But keep advocating for mm-hmm. yourself
3: and keep pushing. Keep and being a mentor because you are a mentor. Yeah,
2: for sure. And keep trying to find your voice. That's yes. right. Don't ever give up. When you
1: find it, don't let it go.
2: That's right. And thank you. Thank you guys for all that you're doing for our, for the industry. And, you know, in with this and your companies and just who you are as people. And it's appreciated. And it matters.
3: Well, we're so honored that you guys wanted to be on our show that, I mean, we were like, can you believe this? Bradford White. <laughs> I know. Well, for I, I immediately recognized it because that's what we put into all of our homes when we were mm-hmm. doing new construction, you know what I mean? Because I, I was the one paying the bills to the park house and it was like, Bradford White, 40 gallon, Bradford White, 40 <laughs> So I told Brian he was like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs>
2: Well, I thank you for having me on it and having us on it. And we appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. 85% of home service business owners like you
0: are struggling to find the right talent. As your business grows and you look for ways to scale, you are constantly looking for new talent. However, finding the right person to fill a position can be difficult and expensive Most people turn to job boards or recruitment agencies when looking to hire in the trades. But these methods can be costly and time-consuming. The solution? Working with Yellowstone Local. They offer employer branding, recruiting, and hiring solutions that are specifically tailored for home service companies and the trades. Their services are affordable and will help you reduce the amount of time it takes to find and hire a new employee. Save your time reduce your turnover, and increase your sales. Check out yellowstonelocal.com to get started. Ask any contractor. Tracking KPIs like close rate and ticket size has always been a challenge. Improving KPIs is even harder. But contractors on Service Titan tell a different story.
2: This is Dale Jackson of Jackson Services. Service Titan gives me the metrics to know the performance of every individual in my company. That kind of information is invaluable to me.
0: Get the full story of your business with powerful data-driven insights from Service Titan. Schedule a software demo today at servicetitan.com. That's servicetitan.com has been Power Women of the Trades. Like what you hear so far? Leave us a review at Apple and make sure to listen to our other episodes wherever you enjoy listening
2: to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.